Yeah, 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 yeah. When you hear the air horn, you know what's up. It's podcast day. That was an alarm. Could be. That'd be a terrible alarm to wake <laughs> up to. <laughs> Hi, everybody out there listening. You are now tuned in to the podcast titled You Said It, Not Me. That's the letter U when you throw it into your Google machine searching for us to listen to us. It's a podcast about nothing with a little bit of everything. Mm. I'm Tristan, a.k.a. Stan, here along with two of my nearest and dearest. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kay. I'm the beauty and the brains behind this podcast, making sure these two fools stay in line and give you the facts you want to talk about with your friends at the park. And I am Jay the Grey, rounding out this triplicate of podcasting professionals. And I will say to you, Right now, what do you call shorts that clouds wear? Shorts that clouds wear? Yes. Clouds don't wear shorts, so that's a trick question. Okay, okay. Caprice. Thunderwear. What? Like, no, I think you could have did a lot better than that. Mm. I'll be here all week. Thunderwear. Thunderwear. Instead of underwear, I don't like that. I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't think you like that. Shorts. Yeah, yeah, shorts. Underwear. If you said like lingerie, yeah, or you, you know what I'm saying? About lingerie. You could have been more like thunderwear. The, the, the thunderwear is a play on underwear. That's yes, correct. Shorts aren't underwear. I mean, they can. I guess they can be. You know, like with boxers and stuff. But anyway. Yeah. Mo- moving on. How y'all doing? Good. Um, before we start, we have to give a huge shout out to our favorite DJ, mm-hmm. DJ O'Neal. That's yeah. right. Playing each and every Saturday from 6p to 8p on mm-hmm. kgvoiceradio.com. Mm-hmm. Playing everything from R&B, dancehall, reggae, calypso, soca, bluegrass, pole dancing, mm. anything you want to move your body to, mm. he will be playing it. Oh, wow. Check him out each and every Saturday. Does he play, like, Disney themes as well? Do you want him to play Disney themes? Yes. Well, then, yes, he can play Disney themes. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much for that. And for that, we are now going to move on to our first segment Known as Hot Buzz Topics. Oh, yeah. Don't get stung. (laughs) All right. So, for our first story. Our Jamaican brethren, the great Sean Kingston, Mm -hmm. was actually pulled over for a ticket. And in order to avoid getting said ticket, he decided to sing. So, we're just going to play a a bit of this clip of him singing and um, we'll go from there. Okay. Ready? Pull me over, but I'm gonna sing a little beautiful girl song for his partner. Let's do it. Okay. Ah, they are way too beautiful, girl. That's why it'll never work. Hey. I love you guys, man. So. Sean Kingston, he's not like the best vocalist in the world. He's not like, you know, Whitney Houston or Adele or. Throw some vocalists out there, Celine guys. Dion. Celine Dion, JTG, who you got? Usain Bolt. Okay. 
Okay, so he's not the best guy. <laughs> okay, uh, we did put him on the spot to be fair, but yeah, this rendition of Beautiful Girls, it's it's it, it was bad. It was. It was bad. Like he didn't have his breathing wasn't right. His diaphragm wasn't ready. JTG, you sang a lot of solos on the children's choir. Can you critique this? You know what? This is akin to being pulled over and you're like a clown. And you say, hold on, hold on. I'm going to juggle these balls for you. Hang on one second. And you drop all the balls on the floor and just stare at the cop. So I know you're trying to get out of something, but is juggle the balls a euphemism? No, no, oh it's not. God. I'm in an actual So clown. I just want to know, does this actually work? Because mm-hmm. can I sing to get out of like, what is, work? Yeah, Kay, what is your singing song to get out of something? Yeah. To get, like, to, if I have to get out of work? Mm-hmm. Get out of work, get out of jail, okay, whatever. So like if I called my boss and I was like, hey... I need I need tomorrow off and they say no I just go. Mm-hmm. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that thing? He's oh a big gosh. fine woman. Won't you back that thing? Okay. okay. Call me big daddy. Won't you back that thing? Girl, who's you playing with? Back that thing. Okay. And then I'm off. JTG, you have a song you would sing to to get out of a uh, yeah. trouble. And for, for the listeners out there, JTG is um as a as an acronym. That was it. Yeah. His full name is J the Gray. Absolutely. Gray as in gray is the gray in his hair. It's not oh, great, yes. like Alexander the Great. So what's your get out of jail singing card? <clears throat> oh, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You okay. Deacon. <laughs> Yo, if you get All a right. deacon or... <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of my song that I would sing, and for some reason the only song that's in my head right now awesome. is Vibes Cartel, Bicycle. <laughs> I don't know why that song is in my head, but if I got if I got pulled over oh and I'm sitting yeah, down sing, and, and sing a little sing a little rendition. Uh, uh, damn it! Let me pull over real quick. And the officer the comes over to me, and I don't think it's gonna. You pussy have you physically fit? Buck your back like dry stick. I don't think that's gonna work. I don't. I don't think. But that's, that's the only song in my head right now. Getting deported. <laughs> <laughs> Forget arrested, just back to the country. All right, so okay, the segue champ. Speaking of deportation, Mm. one of the problems that I guess you could call it a problem that a lot of American parents are facing during this pandemic is that Mm. they're exposed to the children are exposed to a lot of television. One of the shows that they are constantly watching is Peppa Pig. Now, why'd you say her name, Mad Caribbean? Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. How do you say Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. No, just what? Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. There we go. So the issue here is that a lot of these children are now speaking in British accents. So go ahead. Is there a salt pig? Keep going. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Is there a salt pig? No, I'm winning on the show. All right. right. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. So, so I wonder if these kids know. Maybe they like bacon and stuff like that. Like, Mm. hey, you're eating Peppa Pig. Anyways, Mm -hmm. the children are now using terms like uh, the telly. Um, saying stuff like ready, steady, go. Is that, Kay's our senior British correspondent. What is ready, steady, go? Is that like you have to go to the bathroom? You're about to have sex? What does that mean? Oh my goodness. And Peppa Pig? Yeah. Sex? Listen, we talked a few podcasts ago about the the nasty teacher showing cartoons. Maybe it's like there's a race going on or something else. Instead of ready, steady, go. Ready, steady, go. Kay, are you going to teach your your children a British accent? Of course. Okay. And Peppa Pig is definitely going to be watched. She is the shade queen of UK. So All right. To be shady. So. Okay. There, there you go. Kay is going to have bilingual children. That are shady. All right. <laughs> so, because we keep mashing up the world. Sorry, Captain Planet. The scientists over <laughs> in Dubai. It's actually pronounced Dubai. Mm. Um, yeah. Are 
they have basically they're being Aurora Monroe, who was stormed from the X Men. How mm-hmm. they they're manipulating the climate to make it rain. JTG, what? So what? So what are they doing? So basically, what they're doing is uh, they're coming together. They're gathering ceremonial drums and they're banging the ceremonial drums and doing a dance. Therefore, bro, what? I don't think that, I don't think that's what they're doing. That's not. They, I thought they were doing a rain dance. No, they're actually using drones that are going up into the clouds and shooting electricity causing them to clump together and this is something that i learned in um back in elementary school and listeners you can do this with me too Mm. the the three steps to make it rain is evaporation Mm -hmm. evaporation evaporation Mm -hmm. condensation condensation precipitation precipitation so that's the cycle that water goes through here I thought it was just shaking your ass. Yeah, I, I I had no uh, idea that it was a uh, yeah. this and Kayla. I just, that, you just, I just thought you stood there and just dashed out all your money. Up. Kayla, yeah. that's different. That's that's a different make, make it, it rain. rain. Give the the woman shaking the butt all your hopes and dreams. Yeah, the you final go. check. Take it. Everything. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Every single dollar. Shout out to and and a black Alabama grandmother. She finally got to wear her a bridal dress she wanted to because she back in 1952 she couldn't enter a store to buy this dress and now she's finally wearing it. Mm. any thoughts Kay for this 94 year old woman I'm so happy that she got to wear her dress like it's so scantily clad like her back's out it's a high split it's super (laughs) tight she's gonna be one sexy granny on that walkway shout out to you granny so good job granny stand for your rights that's right All right. F racism for our next story a top catholic priest resigns after being linked to grinder and gay bars so, love is loving for you out there that don't understand why this is a story. Mm-hmm. In um, Catholicism and, and different religions, they basically preach that, you know, homosexual marriages and relationships are wrong. So, this is a big story because this is a high-ranking Catholic church official, mm-hmm. and he's out there on Grinder. But the issue here is that the blog called The Pillar exposed this person of being on the app, and I believe it's a religious app. So, now they're... Grinder spokespersons are, are, are bouncing back saying that this blog is homophobic because they're exposing him. If he wants to do what he's doing, let him do it. But it's interesting because you think when you're on these apps, you have this anonymity. You can be private and they actually saw his location and a bunch of other stuff. So our resident cybersecurity expert, JTG, can tell us how this happened. I can? I don't know. And for those who are unaware, the Grindr app is actually a dating app for the LGBTQ, etc. To meet and hook up, whether it's for friendship or whatever, more than friendship. Mm -hmm. But that's like their dedicated app, or that's the app they used a lot more. Mm -hmm. And this high-ranking priest was living his best life on there. All right. For our next story, a woman was charged with murder thanks to the husband's dying words to the police. According to ABC 13, authorities charged 43-year-old Jacqueline Thomas with murder for the death of her 42-year-old husband, Eugene Liger. Mm -hmm. So It's a mix of a lion and a tiger. Oh, my God. That is a thing, isn't it, though? Yes, it is. So what do they do? They have the tiger have sex with the lion? Yeah. If they want. Yeah. So it's like a mule. Can the liger reproduce, or is it like a mule no, where it can't do anything? I don't believe when they when they fuse the animals together like that, they can't reproduce. It's just like a one-off thing. Okay. Genetic, genetics and all that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So a liger can never have liger babies. No. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So does it have a genitalia? Like what happens? Uh, I'm 
I don't know all the science behind it, but I'm pretty sure that they just don't produce enough, uh, I don't know, Hormones? stuff oh. to actually uh, create a child. I'm pretty sure they're born with genitalia, but it they're like it's just there for like urination and stuff, but hmm. not reproduction. Well, that Something. sucks. Yeah. I didn't ask to be created. Yeah, well, thanks for that segue, Kay, because <laughs> this story here is kind of boring. She shot him, and he said, she did it. It's basically everything you've ever seen in, like, life, all the Lifetime movie Kay, shows that Kay watches. Mm. No, not really. A lot of people get away, but good for good for him. Yeah. Justice is served. Seriously. Seriously. Right. Thankful for that. Shout out to him. For our next story. Um, Dr. Dre ordered to pay over $3.5 per year in spousal support. What does Dr. Dre have his degree in? Like, what field of medicine? Beats. Mm. No pun intended. I'm just talking about musical beats. This is a... We don't condone any other things that he's been known for. Lord. Just musical production. So Dr. Dre's ex-wife, Nicole Young, just scored a victory in court after he was ordered to pay almost 300 k a month in spousal support. But the legendary rapper also sees it as a win. So... This is, is, from what I can understand, Kay, this is going to be upheld until one of them gets married? Yep. So, instead of, like, networking and um, grinding real hard to make the money that you need to make or that you want to make, marry somebody rich, then divorce them. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah, but you got to make sure that they're well richer than you so yeah. that they're ordered to pay for your living situation, yes. your lifestyle. $300,000 a month. A Absolutely month. insane. Absolutely insane. Wow. Spousal support. What 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 support do she you need? She can buy a house. She can put a down payment on a house every month. <laughs> just just go around with real estate. <laughs> just because this is my January home. This is my February home. My I like March it. home. Like, it's it's nuts. What do you get $300,000 a month in extra cash? Like, what do you do with it? Do you just, like, buy diamond underwear? Like, what, what the hell do you do with $300,000 per month? I don't know, but she's going to have a forever boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go to the club and make it rain. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, speaking yeah. of large play. sums of money, mm-hmm. LeBron James is the first NBA player, active player, to reach $1 billion in career earnings. Oh, wow. So, we come a long way from uh, NBA players being... Um, we come a long way from NBA players basically being janitors and 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 part-time mailmen and and whatnot making money on the side. This is this is a full-blown thing. So he's been playing long enough and at a high level enough to get these contracts. So and just billion. to throw a random little piece of information out there, throw it in there. Rihanna hit uh, a billion yes. dollars. Yeah. Actually. Can we can we have some class for these? That's amazing. Black, black excellence. Excellence mm-hmm. re- achieving these high goals. That's right. She has dropped an album A billionaire. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Round of applause. Absolutely. For these people. So hopefully I'll be there soon and have a, a billion dollars and you guys can do a pot on me. Cool. Britney Spears. Attorney files to remove and suspend her father, Jamie Spears, from conservatorship. That's yeah. such a weird word to say. It is weird. It's, it's very weird. Conservatorship. 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 Uh, whatever. So Kay, our resident Britney Spears expert here. How do you feel about this? I believe... Um, a bunch of revelations has come out of this since then where uh, the new court documents show that they've denied the date to remove the pop. So he's still on there. It's, it's, a, it's a weird situation going on. Any thoughts on this? Wait, he's still on there after her getting a new lawyer and everything? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to take a while. The um, They're trying to She's move up. She's like 70. Give her the rights to her own money. What the hell do they think is going to happen? Mm. Yeah. 
I, I remember seeing something the other day saying that she got her first iPad at the age of 39. Wow. And it's just like, whoa, like, you're a rich Like, she lady. worked, she's been grinding since she was, like, what, 12, 11 yeah. from the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. And you mean to tell me all that money she still can't touch? You, you got to wonder what kind of psychological impact, uh, you know, is there with all this conservatorship stuff like you're not your own person somebody else is just owning you basically like imagine having birth control inside of you as a woman you're 39 years old and you want to get rid of the birth control and you can't because of your conservatorship rules like that's insane like you gotta ask somebody to get your iud removed insane that's insane it's wild which are all the best seriously yeah terrible situation i hope you know it gets sorted out mm-hmm. um for our next story the great LeVar Burton of uh, Reading Rainbow, Star Trek. He can do no wrong. Kuta Kente. We were pushing for him to be the, the host of Jeopardy. He was pushing for it himself. Mm-hmm. And he had his, his debut. And unfortunately, he was upstaged by the lowest score ever. So the player, Patrick Pierce, came on there. And he amassed negative $7,400. <laughs> so he broke the record which was held in march 2015 by steven stephanie hull of six thousand eight hundred negative six thousand eight hundred dollars he mm. came through he shattered that he said nah i'm, I'm gonna be even more stupid yep. and just came through now so he what owes jeopardy seven thousand four hundred dollars <laughs> yeah so what do you gotta do he has to take out a <laughs> loan, a loan to pay back to pay back jeopardy. <laughs> oh my god they're you so guys are tight crazy. like you just gambled away our fake money he was, he yeah. was real nervous. I, w- I watched the episode with my dad. It was He was just nervous and like buzzing in and just staring into space. So it was just <laughs> Question, the is there like a prerequisite round before you actually go live? Like, yeah. do they give you test questions? and? That's how you get on the show. They like you. So you what gotta, happened? Uh, nerves. Nerves. I've seen worse. Like, as far as like people just being super nervous and just, Bleh! you know. <laughs> you ever seen, you ever uh, remember back in college when you had to do your, your presentation? Uh, presentation presentation in front yeah. of everybody, yeah. right? There are people that just would stand up there and sweat, and then the, the, the professor would just look at them awkwardly and give them like a D minus because they felt bad. Damn. Yeah. 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 It is nerve wracking. I can see that. Nope. But if you like, if you're crushing questions and mm-hmm. stuff like that, then it shouldn't be a problem if you're mad smart, right? Yeah. Nerves. Shout out, shout out to LeVar Burton. He'll... Why? <laughs> like, why? Why? Why are we... He read the question. I don't... You, you know what? I have a question. Um, This is more for Stan. Okay. Have you ever, like, bombed on a date? Like, you had you went on a date and, like, you just... It just didn't go right, man. You... <laughs> You wanted to be like the social butterfly man, you just super nervous and just like all you could do was fart from your mouth. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um it it just it really didn't work out well. Uh the the person basically was talking about all the things she wanted to do mm-hmm. and when I got there I didn't want to do the date part. I just wanted to skip to all the fun activities. <laughs> So she was actually trying to have the date, and I was just basically thinking with the other head. So mm-hmm. none of that worked out yeah. properly. Okay. All yeah. right. For our next story. Mm-hmm. The Great Resignation, according mm-hmm. to BBC. It's called The Great Resignation, How Employers Drove Workers to Quit. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're all still in, I guess we're still in the pandemic. 
Yeah. Is there like yes? Yeah. Bro. It's a thing. <laughs> Are you here? I, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Have you looked out the window? Yeah. And every time I look in the mirror, I see the pandemic. Employees are leaving the workforce or switching jobs (laughs) in droves. For many employees, wait, for many employees have played a big part in why they're walking away. So, you know, you can work anywhere now. The floodgates are open. There's so much traversal you have. And in addition to that, some people where they had the motivation of just going to work, doing that routine, that routine has taken away from them. Yes. So they're sitting back, they're looking, they see they have a money in the bank, mm-hmm. they go plant a garden, maybe they go do something else, do something, they start their own consulting firm and they're mm-hmm. like, you know what, I don't need this job. Resign. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. A lot of people placed bets on themselves and uh, they went out. There you go. 41% of workers were considering quitting or changing professions this year. 38% of those surveys plan to quit within the next six months to a year. Do you think they put in like a six months to a year notice at their job? <laughs> More like a one to two weeks. Like, F this place. I, I, I think the, the pandemic gave a lot of people pause and like try to focus on what's really important to them. That's crazy. They, the pandemic went from ha- them having hands and feet to now having pause. That's insane. Oh. <sighs> Come on. No, 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 no. You don't Come get on. to know. <laughs> That's shameless self-promotion. This is why he can't, he you can't, can't control this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think K should be the, the song. I think so, too. For our next story. Ashton Kutcher and Mia Kunis say they don't believe in bathing their kids or themselves too much. Interesting. Mia Kunis is still hot. They don't have Caribbean parents. No, they don't. Just going to let that one sit there for a bit. But she's still hot. So, I... I I mean, the, the, they were on a, a, a podcast and they were being interviewed mm-hmm. and they were asked, who taught you not to wash? Mm-hmm. And Mia said, I didn't Mia. have, Mila said, I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower very much anyway. And I, I get that, mm-hmm. you know, where you come from certain backgrounds where you don't always have a, an opportunity to shower. Right. And then this has been basically brought over to their kids, Wyatt, who's six, and Demetri, who's four. And, you know, Austin Kutcher, Austin Kutcher, Ashton Ashton. Kutcher, also said, quote, if you can see dirt on them, clean them, end quote. So, otherwise, there's no point. That's what he said. So, I I don't know. How do you guys feel about this? Like I said, they don't have Caribbean parents. Elaborate on that for our listeners. (laughs) You know, you guys actually... Mm-hmm. Never forget that JTG grew up in Jamaica for like seven years. So what? can you can you no, I didn't. say it in the accent when your parent could tell you to go bathe your I skin? I didn't grew up in Jamaica for seven years. <laughs> what? Excuse me, can you please put... You're the most authentic one at this table. So, but yeah, seriously, um, my mom would tell me to, quote, bathe my skin um, on a regular basis. Uh, I could not... Sometimes twice a day. Sometimes, Yeah, sometimes twice a day. As, you know what? As a young man growing up, I... Listen, I probably would have gotten away with not showering. As, as a little boy, maybe until like the age of like maybe seven. If I would have gotten wow. able to skip like one or one day, maybe. Wow. Maybe. Maybe. So puberty hit you really quick. But no, I'm just saying like... a deep voice the, at eight. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jason. Oh my gosh. But then, like, Mom, after a certain age, author. let's say 12, 13, oh God, 12, 13 years old, if I would have skipped one shower, that smelled like a rotten potato, I would have been <laughs> laughed out of my high school. So, yeah, I, I took it upon myself to shower. Yeah, in college, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure none of you guys showered. 
What? 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 Often. What? I had no. What? You know, you got no a shower. Option. Yeah. You don't know who's going to pop up in your room. Right. You don't know what fine young lady's going to be in your, your your bed for the night. You got a shower. What? So for me, mm-hmm. I started to shower. I, I, I had to shower from like 10. Mm-hmm. And Kay always says, growing up in a Caribbean household, so it doesn't matter how old I was. My aunt would come upstairs, and the first thing she would say is that, mm-mm, on a frowsy. Frowsy basically meaning smelling unpleasant. Correct. So, and, and, and we would, JTG can vouch for this, where I would play full, basically basketball for about eight hours straight. Yes. So, a young teen playing basketball for eight hours straight mm-hmm. basically smells like Chernobyl. Ow. Where it's yeah. just a radioactive wasteland under my armpits mm-hmm. and in my crotch. Mm-hmm. So, you have to have yeah, to shower. Yeah. Or else I basically get banished from the house. I wouldn't be let in. Yeah. My brother and I, you can't be let in. No. So, Not yeah, no. we had to shower. Yeah, I had to shower. No choice. Okay. Yeah, I had to shower. Yo, what? <laughs> oh man, things get and, complicated when you hit a certain age. You know, and and, and even now at our advanced age, yeah. JTG, we we'll just sweat for no reason. Yeah. So so there's times when you, you have guys to take walk down the block. And yeah, sweat. there's times when you have to multiple take multiple uh, showers. Yep. Sometimes you take a shower and you come out the the shower and you're already sweating <laughs> again. <laughs> One of the, one of the most recent things that we found, and we we could put this in this is like an early recommendation, is uh-huh. we found a ball deodorant. Yes, where it's basically the, it takes the concept of putting you know deodorant under your arm or per, 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 what's the antiperspirant? Yeah, antiperspirant. And you apply it to your balls. Right. So <laughs> what can happen is you'll just spend like you know eight hours just doing nothing, and you'll just your 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 man parts just start to do their man thing. Right. And you put the deodorant under your arms, but you also neglect the balls. So right. now you're clean from head to toe. And it's it's been a great experience. He's dead serious, by Yeah, the way. and I can yeah. actually test I I can actually say that it works because he made me smell his balls the next morning. <laughs> to see if there was a set. Yeah. yeah, so I can do a positive review. And I say, you know what, Stan? There's no set. Buy more of this ball powder. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, ladies and so gentlemen. Ladies, get your man some ball powder. I'm, I'm going to reach you out to them. You will thank us this later. Yeah. yeah, if, if, they, if y'all want to sponsor us, because I mean. You will thank yeah. us later. Seriously. Yeah. This, this, this is, yeah. It, awesome. it, it, it works. Um. Take showers. This is an amazing podcast. They, they, they were saying that it removes natural oils and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. you guys are eating Hot Pockets and Domino's. That's doing much worse than showering. Trust me. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Thank you. That thank you awesome. for that. Okay. There's a vulnerable it. moment on this pod. You know, <laughs> we always say it's a safe space on this pod to share your... <laughs> Your intimate moments, and what's more, int- more intimate than asking Kate to smell my balls? I just thought- <laughs> hey, baby, come here, come here. Real quick. Do you, do you smell this? Do you That's smell awesome. anything different? I'm like, oh no, That's awesome. it's not a scent. That's awesome. Like you know that the the morning sweat balls yeah. smell, and you're like, damn, what what happened? You what happened from under, 11 p.m. to 6 a.m.? Like, what were you doing? <laughs> Sweaty, musty ball scent. This is the greatest podcast of all time. Thank, thank you, the listeners, if you're still here with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yo. JTG, can you send some invisible gift baskets to people oh, still uh, listening? Yep. To all the listeners. Thank you. All thank you so much. <sighs> all right. For our next story, just going to play a little tune. If you do you know what you feel, maybe you might recognize it and mm-hmm. uh, sing along. All Let's right. go for it. Okay. Right. Hey! Hey! 
with each other. All right. Thank you, Ziggy Marley, for that beautiful theme song. And for the three listeners out there that were born after 1990, <laughs> that was the theme song to the show Arthur. Arthur the Aardvark, unfortunately, is finally ending after 25 seasons. Why am I saying unfortunately like, like we were still watching like it? You're still watching it. I imagine some kids are probably still watching it. Yeah. Not gonna lie, if I didn't have cable and needed something to watch while I ate food, mm-hmm. I'd watch Arthur. You hear, you hear the privilege that she had yeah, growing up to have I cable. Have no, I'm well, if about, I didn't have cable, yeah, she I'm had the monocle to, in her I'm eye talking right about now. today. You you had Wait. cable growing up, so you didn't I watch did, this. I did. Right. I did have cable growing up. So you mad? Yeah, you didn't watch this. This is all we had. Yes, Me and JTG, PBS, we used to rock out. Bob Ross. I watched this in our kitchen. You guys didn't have a TV in your kitchen. No. Look at the privilege. Yeah, she, yeah, I, no, I, we did not yeah, have a no. television in our kitchen. You, we you had, to, we had to, didn't have a TV. Come on. We had to sneak and bring our food into the living room and Back. get yelled at immediately. Yep. How many times have I tell you? No food in the living room. Yeah. yeah all that. All right. All um, that. Yeah, but Arthur's ending. Any, any. So sad. I yeah. love Arthur. It was a very, it was DW a very good show. DW was such a badass little sister. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. was, and she was shady as mm-hmm. hell. And her little imaginary friend like mm-hmm. i'm gonna miss it i still think francine's a lesbian but they haven't told us yet well well uh, another thing with arthur yeah. they started moving with the times because remember mr ratburn came out as having a husband so oh yeah that's true well when he got there's a whole episode dedicated to him getting married yeah mm-hmm. but i want her to come out hmm. well love okay. is love yeah whatever. there you go all right I, my brain always never understood the difference between arthur and author like the author that writes a book, oh, yeah. and Arthur, it was all the same thing. Anyways, that was just a, a I was meet. Like, what? <laughs> okay, I have nothing to Somebody nothing else, is. somebody yeah. else listening to the pod, they they had that problem too. They giving you Arthur a fist bump right and now. Arthur. Yes, for our next story. Come on, Kenneth Copeland. Okay. Thank you, Mister Copeland. Uh, New York City. They're going to offer people $100 to get vaccinated. So I want to know, is this retroactive? Is this um, the governor's doing this? The, the mayor's doing this? Checks for needles. Right. Like, what's what's going on? Talk to me, JTG. Are you going to, can you go and get this? Can I remove the vaccine if you already got it and go get it again? Can I get all three versions of the vaccine? Can yeah, I get a test get vaccine? If you mm-hmm. get all three versions of the vaccine, your face will start to droop. Oh, wow. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Thank you for the science. Yeah. Appreciate that. That's a whole bunch of drugs in your system, in mm-hmm. your body, fighting off different drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's Royal Rumble going on in your yeah. system. <laughs> yeah, straight up cage match. All right. All right. Thank you for that, Kay. Thank you, Kay. For our next story, this comes to us from the dailymail.co.uk. So mm-hmm. it's from the United Kingdom. Thanks, Kay. A student who was 21 suspected her online boyfriend of being a catfish because he would not FaceTime call her. And then what she discovered is that he's actually hiding the fact that he was a Nigerian prince. So, you know, back in the 90s, early 2000s, people would always get these spam emails talking about how they are a Nigerian prince and they want to give away all their money. One of those was probably a real email where they really did want to give away their money. This is kind of like that, but the 2021 version, so... Shout out to this beautiful couple, the, the handsome uh, young man with a beautiful uh, black lady with her, uh, what is that case, lace front wig? Her lace what front is starting all the way by her cranium. <laughs> yeah, her lace front is wild. It's deep in the back. It, it, it's, it's a weird picture. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, why would she post this? 
this uh, we have also have to mention that this story was actually mm-hmm. broadcasted on the UK version of Catfish, which is hosted by Peppa Pig. <laughs> For our next story, that would be awesome. Oh my gosh! For our next story, um, people don't know how to fly anymore. People forgot how to fly because every week you're seeing a crazy story about somebody doing something crazy in the air, like. After 9-11, they had everything buttoned down. Then the pandemic happened. Everybody forgot. Now, people are on planes just wilding. Like, it's, it's crazy now. Mm. So, Maxwell Berry, who's 22, was on a flight, got drunk, started grabbing and groping up several flight attendants. And then he was running around shirtless. And the end result was basically they, they duct tape him to the seat and throw it in your Google machine, Matthew, Maxwell Berry. And you'll see the video of him getting duct tape. He punched somebody, groped flight attendants. It's 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 crazy. He he grabbed their breasts. Yes. Yeah. I, see, uh, when I say groped, it implied that I was me too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> I people didn't thought they were, he was groping asses or thighs oh, oh. or whatever. So I just wanted to make sure that people understood. Okay. He was groping breasts on some JTG joint. Like Wait. He was just groping. Mm, so he's Maxwell Berry. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. No, I am not Maxwell Berry. <laughs> In addition to that, not only did people forget how to fly planes, pilots forgot how to p- fly planes because don't, pass- don't say that. Don't, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say the pilots forgot. Don't say pilots forgot how to oh, fly planes. Okay. Say that there's a shortage. There's of a shortage. Pilots. There's no longer a longage of pilots. Passengers are left. What happened? <laughs> Passengers are left stranded as American Airlines cancels or delays 1,500 flights and Spirit cancels 400. Why is Spirit still a thing? It's like a bus with wings. It's actually Spirit is the real life magic school bus. Mmm. <laughs> I see what you're saying. It goes in the air, it transforms, and you pray to God you land. It gets mm. small, you fly inside an asshole. I get it. And then you pay. Wait. You pay to sit, you pay to pray, <laughs> you pay that it, you pay that the flight lands safely. <laughs> you you. You pay that the flight attendant opens the door. Yeah. You pay for your seatbelt. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you pay for your life jacket. You pay for everything. Yeah, accurate. You pay accurate. to wear your shoes on the plane. Like it's it's, it's crazy. Accurate. So nickel and dime the customers. All right. So let's move on to another theme that you, the listeners, should recognize, or maybe not. Yeah. And if you don't know what that theme is, um, you probably didn't have a childhood. But that, of course, is the Olympic theme song. We're in the Olympic season. That theme was also created by the great John Williams, who also did the Star Wars Imperial March theme, Indiana Jones theme, the Superman theme. And, uh, yeah. I thought there was something that they play when Queen Elizabeth appears somewhere. Um, it did sound regal. It did sound very regal. I see what you're doing. Yeah, right? See, I'm not crazy. All right, so the Olympics, it came, it went. It's the 2020 Olympics because we are living in a time loop. And, uh, yeah, so what are the big highlights? Uh, Team USA won for basketball. Um, Six, five times. The fifth time. The fifth time. Five times, like the great Booker T. Women's basketball. Wait, women's women's is five times? How many times is men? Women's, I don't know. Women's basketball came in gold five times. Yes, and shout out to Kay. Kay, what year were you playing again for the team? 1972. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. 
Um, just to throw this out there, the U.S. got the most medals. They got the most gold. That's medals because we had a hundred over... figures yeah, playing. Yeah, U.S. would throw somebody we in anything. Like we had like mad people. You yeah. bum, get on the stage. Like, yeah. Like, oh wow. We have mad people on our team. Like it, it's so confusing to me why we have so many players. Yeah, yeah. one hundred and thirteen medals. U.S. got one hundred and thirteen. Kate was really into the Olympics this this go around. She yeah. usually she usually sticks to like track and field, gymnastics, basketball. But she I used to call her watching rowing. Mm-hmm. She was watching oh, judo. That rowing one was crazy. Yeah, funny. You have enough. to row. I'm not done, JTG. The funny thing is with rowing is that you had to like row down like rapid waters and then you had to row upstream to go through poles and stuff and then you couldn't touch it so they were not only were they like rowing but they were matrixing around the beams and i'm just like what the heck is going on and then they're timed and it it was crazy and they had a little zipper in front of them and it's that's amazing i love it so are you gonna go rowing now or i wouldn't even be able to get into the boat without drowning <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> so those are some of the ups with the Olympics. Some of the not so pleasant parts of the Olympics. Quintessalon dot com. Uh, Alan Hadzik is under investigation for multiple accusations of sexual misconduct, but was still named to Team USA. Trigger warning on this story here. Mm. But yeah, this dude Hadzik was still on the fencing team, even though having all of these misconduct things, he was targeting drunken women at parties and. And doing things of this nature when he was in Colombia. So he basically got expelled from the school but still made it to the fencing team. So is he that good that even with all these allegations he had to come and, and juk his sword at people? Wow. What? Wow. Wow. Isn't that what fencing help is? it, He was just permanently wow. juking? Yeah, he was it's always like, fencing. Even when it was unwanted fencing. Even on the dance floor? Everywhere. Wow. Is he Caribbean? He, he's, he's for um, Italy? Uh, team USA, I believe. Yes, team USA. Oh, USA. Mm-hmm. So that that's like it's so counterproductive, especially you know you had accusations with the, with Larry Nasser, who was a nasty man in gymnastics, you know inappropriately testing and checking the the gymnasts and stuff like that, and then you have this where all of his his teammates were basically against him. They were protesting wearing pink masks mm-hmm. and stuff like that in protests of not wanting him on the team. I believe he said JTG you were saying he was on like a, a different plane. Yeah, uh, from the team com- kept completely separate. Yeah, they kept them away from. So it's okay general. to keep a fondler on your team, but when somebody uses a substance that slows down their greatness, it's a problem. Accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, the young lady I can't remember her name. Shakari. Shakari. She could not run for Team USA because of the marijuana she was smoking, and but that allowed Jamaica to come one, two, and three, which my mom was very happy about. <laughs> And so is half of K. Very happy with that. <laughs> oh, my God. Simone Biles. She basically, you know, tapped out of one of her events because of mental health. And, you know, there's a big push on mental health because mental health is, you know, just as important as physical health. And she backed out and you had a lot of people hating on her saying she can't do this for her country. She's selfish. Blah, blah, blah. You don't know how mental health works, how it manifests. Everybody reacts differently. But she came back and ended up winning uh, bronze. So she's the greatest gymnast of all time. Um. Yeah, you can't take anything from her. So shout out to Simone Biles. All right. Here ended the portion of hot buzz. We are now moving on for some crispy, hot tater tots. Oh, this came just in time because I am hungry. 
Alright, who's gonna take the tots? Who's gonna kick it off? I think I'm gonna do a you a team USA. Sorry, a team JA with JTG, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about some. Actually, let me start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of sports being used as an Olympic sport this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just this year or past years, but this year for some reason I'm seeing a lot of new sports being counted as an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. For example, we had what skateboarding, which yep. is crazy, and all these. Kids are like 13 years old getting gold medals, and here I am, like 50, and I can't even <laughs> walk straight without falling. And then you have, I we just found out that there was a trampoline, mm-hmm. and it's insane. It's it's crazy. And then, not to mention that crazy rowing thing that I was talking about before, yep. and then there's synchronized. So I'm like, so many different talented sports, but we thought. There has to be something else in the world that's so nuts that's not even considered an Olympic sport that should be considered an Olympic sport mm-hmm. for 2024, right. right? So we're just going to go through some of the things we were thinking about. And obviously, the first one I'm going to talk about is JTG's favorite, mm-hmm. and that's pole dancing. <laughs> pole dancing should absolutely be an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. And what I was explaining to the guys is that it should be just similar to like gymnastics that has like four different sections you know the vault and then the beam and then the um floor routine and then the i can't even remember the bars Mm -hmm. so there's four different parts and then you know everybody represents the different activities and then you come together as a team for overall so for pole dancing there needs to be a skill for pole right climbing and tricks right there needs to be a floor routine Ass shaking, splits, mm. um, opening beer cans with your vagina. Mm. And okay. then there needs to be, I'm trying to remember, what was the other one? There was, oh, aerial. People need to be on silk ropes just oh, doing yeah. dance moves and just, you know, being artistic. Some kind of Cirque du Soleil stuff. Exactly. Like and then the judges can throw money. <laughs> They don't need yeah. to throw out numbers. They, they can throw out money. <laughs> and whoever has the most money for your country goes by the medals. Like, that's how you get your medals. I think you're onto something. You need to raise enough guap for <laughs> your your country in order yeah. for you to get a medal. So, okay. uh, where would they start? I feel like they would recruit a lot of people. And you, you were breaking this down earlier where it's different routines. Like, you have the pole routine, the floor routine, the chair routine. I feel like... Oh, I didn't even think about that. That right. could be the fourth a one, a lap dance, oh, yeah. like a lap dance routine. Yeah, so, yeah. And, 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 you know, for certain things, like um, for NFL, they recruit a lot of the people from below the Mason-Dixon line. Mm-hmm. Where do you think, Kay, would be, if you were a coach, where would you go to recruit a lot of the pole dancers? Which part of the country? Atlanta. Atlanta. And, and, and the bubble butts. Mm-hmm. Where else would you recruit? Um, where else would you, Probably Alabama. Mm. Oh, what's going on in Alabama? You know you have scouts in Alabama? I don't know. Maybe Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Jackson, Mississippi. Can I can I be a scout for this uh, sport? For what? So for you the... both can be in trench coats, no matter no matter the temperature, just in trench coats oh and a fedora, God. sitting in the back watching. No. I'm taking notes. No, you guys cannot go. Oh I will take notes. What else? What are the sports we got that are aren't sports but should be sports? Uh, I I would say dodgeball. Dodgeball, oh, that yes, is a good one. You, not me, I can't do that. God, dodgeball. I hated that in school because people were so aggressive. They were. I, I feel and like Kate just panicked your, every time because they, they aim for your face. Right. It's just like you're walling. Like, why are you throwing it in my face? Hit my arm. Hit my leg. Don't hit my face. 
Yeah, these kids are kids are brutal, man. But it was so much fun. It was Just a lot of stuff. fun. So eventually, you know, every now and then you catch the ball. And yeah, you catch and the we ball, catch it, they're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, cool. I think now, if we tried to play dodgeball now, I think every single joint would pop. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Without fail. <laughs> Stand to the emergency room. You even get hit. Yeah, yeah. that's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I think one thing that should be a sport that isn't a sport should be last-minute packing. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you could have the room, you have all the items out there, and maybe they give you like five minutes, seven minutes. You got to go in there, and you have a suitcase. You got to fully pack it, and the fastest time you go out there, you know, you can have rules around it. So last-minute packing should definitely be an Olympic sport. I agree. I can see that. Yeah. Um, definitely trying to get something out of your toddler's mouth. Oh, yeah. Mm. Or even your puppy. Yes, You want yes. them to drop something, you say, drop it. And then they start running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But definitely the taller ones. Like the quick grabbing and yep. then they run. and then Or they have like the jaws of life to try and open mm-hmm, it to try mm-hmm. and take out like a cotton ball or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> the understand these life. kids. That's That would be a really good Olympic sport. So, you know, the, the gun would sound. You let the child no, go. It's like a dun, dun. Dun. Mm. Okay, and the child would go and place the, the item in their mouth, and you have to and run and go get it. Run and chase got it, it, got it, got it, got it. Without the child falling and like bleeding and stuff. Right, right, right. And it's just by time who has the quickest time. Is there a technique quickest or something? Time, I yeah. want to say quickest time to get the child's mouth. I think technique should be rated as well. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Technique, like you mean like beating and stuff like that. <laughs> Another. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Another thing that I think should definitely be a an Olympic sport is teaching technology to an old Jamaican, mm. like how to send an email, how to print something out, how to surf the web. You know, this is if you've never tried to show, to show a, an old Jamaican technology or just an older person, it's just in general about technology where it, it is very frustrating. But if if you can, you know, the, the, get the quickest person to I guess access a web page or. Or download a file or something like that. And you can do it in a timed session. That should definitely be an Olympic sport. Um, what's up, guys? we have anything else or did we cover the whole gamut? No, I think JDG was talking about putting a sleepy child to bed or getting, getting them, them ready, ready for school getting or them something ready for school like that. In the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you elaborate yeah. on that? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of child violations I feel like is <laughs> happening here. Yeah, man. You know, when your kids dragging their feet. Mm-hmm. And you just don't want to get up. So you have to get them fully dressed, brush and, your yep. teeth. Like, what's the expense of this? Fully dressed, mm-hmm. brush your teeth, cereal. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so they have alive. to eat too. Yeah, man. And then what? You have to Wait, get them out got, the door. Do like, they I'm have there. to eat. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna slow down time. <laughs> right. That is going to slow time oh down. God. I feel like there's certain countries that are not as easygoing. Let's say as America, where it's just not a lot of structure. Like if you have like in China, where you know, there's a lot of rigid. A lot of them go to like a lot of boarding schools. Mm-hmm. So I think they would have definitely have an advantage where that's concerned. Or you know, in America, you have like a black mother that you know, the second you wake up, you got a you got a, a, a routine you got to follow. You know, there's going to be different techniques depending on the people who right. are um, involved. Right. It's kind of like in basketball when a lot of the Europeans came into the NBA and started doing the Euro step, and all the American basketball players were like, "Whoa, what's happening?" And they couldn't guard it. I just remember like. When my father wouldn't even bother, he would just turn on the light and walk away. <laughs> 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 I was like, ah, 
My mommy played that. It was the light. Yeah. It was the covers off of you. It uh-huh. was the yelling. Like, you ain't so, going to go back to sleep. Is what is that? Right. Da, 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 da. Oh, Do you so, see what time it is? Da, 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 da. So, K must think I'm a punk then because when she's sleeping, if I turn on the smallest light, she start going crazy. <laughs> oh, she think, she think it's sweet Look, over here, man. I have an illness mm-hmm. that prevents light from shining through my eyes while I'm sleepy. And you can't trigger that. Okay. It's, I have a doctor's note. Okay, so you can't you can't Yo, turn on you remember, can't turn on the light if I'm sleeping. It's remember that kid in school. Remember that kid in school that swear they had a doctor's note for everything? everything. Yeah. I have a doctor's note. You can't do that. It's not safe. It triggers me. You don't want to trigger me. All right. Good 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 sports. I will definitely email that to the Olympic uh, committee or whoever we need to do to get this up and running. Alright. For our next segment. We're moving on to what Kay calls debunking slash discussing your childhood. She's really going to try and make this disgusting thing work. This is the time in the podcast where we revisit, rewatch, reanalyze anything you thought was cool while you were growing up. Do with our adult eyes and then make you wonder why you thought you were cool, it was cool, or that it made sense in the first place. (laughs) So today... Our topic was sent to us by none other than Jasmine P., one of our faithful listeners from day one. So we have to give her a shout out. Thanks, Jasmine, so much for listening. Thanks for giving us all these tips. We love it, you little Dominican princess. So what we're going to do is a quick timeline where we're going to bring you guys back to 1985 and just talk about some of the cool things, like the facts that happen, news happen, scandals happen, things like that. Just really, really quickly, not to drag it out way too long, because, hey, none of us was here in 1985. <laughs> and you may be wondering why we chose 1985, because 1985 was the clip she sent. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> and if you feel like learning about any other eras, then just look at the link in our description somewhere and just check all the different years of the decade or different decades if you want to learn any more information we're going to do it some other time but not today Mm. so first we learned that there was a gorilla by the name of coco who was apparently the very first gorilla that learned sign language and was able to communicate with humans so i guess to make her not feel so lonely in her days and so sad like you know that she wanted a man and stuff like that they got her a cat and she named the cat pawball why Nobody knows. <laughs> so she tries to teach the cat sign language. Obviously, it's a cat. It's a puss. It's not going to listen to her because you know that they're rude. And one night, the cat escaped, got hit by a car, and died immediately. Oh, and boy. poor Coco was just going through the grief and was signing sad and mad and lonely and blah, blah, blah. You know, all those things that happens when your pet disappears and your parents tell you that they went to camp or they ran away when they're really dead. <laughs> and to make her feel a little bit better, they got her two new cats named Lipstick and Smokey. Why should you care about this? I don't know. But it's a it's a gorilla that knows sign language, so why not? Right? Moving on. Oh Disney in China. I am a huge fan of Disney. Mm-hmm. I've been to Disney World. I need to go to Disneyland, Disney Paris, and all the other Disneys, but let's just face it, I'm poor. So I'm just going to have to settle for the Disney World. That's... 15 minutes from my grandmother's house but anyway Mm. disney china they opened in 
they opened in 2016 i believe but it was in 1985 is when they finally got the idea to say hey why don't we open disney in um shanghai and they're like you know what you're smart and let's milk them for what it's worth because for two adults and one child it's about a month of wages so you really really need to love your kid to take them to disney in order to sacrifice a whole month of food next Mm. the so i'm not really big on boxing or i don't really know a lot of information but i have two idiots here that can help me out (laughs) so this was a famous fight by mike and marvis frazier who happens to be who's sunny the great smoking joe were you about to say sunny listen i was about to say sunny frazier yeah the son of the great smoking joe frazier Mm. yes and apparently mike Tyson was able to TKO this young man in 30 seconds. It's crazy. Which is kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also kind of upsetting because I paid $4,000 to see a boxing match and all I sit down and I hear ding, ding, ding. And then next thing you know, I hear ding, ding, ding. I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> like, I'm going to want my money back. But hey, who knows? Moving on. I love this song. I hope you guys love this song. It's okay. called We Are the World. Mm. It was a song written by Lionel Richie, Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, and it was basically about Feed Africa, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Just stop um, hunger in Africa. Something like that. Feed. I think it was called Feed Africa or Stop Hunger in Africa. Something, Some, like that. something along the USA for Africa, one of those things. Mm-hmm. And basically, Prince is missing. Prince was supposed to be there. Who right. knew Prince was supposed to be there? I didn't know Prince was supposed I didn't to be know that there. Either. So there's a bunch of like shady, scandalous things happening around this recording where Michael was on some, all right, these people can't sing. Mm. So what are we going to do about that? But then there was also Prince that was like, you know what? I'm going to go to club. Y'all can go do that little singing session yourself. Yeah. And this is also around the time when, you know, Prince and Michael were at the height of their careers where this kind of got unwritten rivalry. And one of Prince's main reasons why he wasn't didn't want to have any part of this is because of the vocal talent that was on board, first and foremost, that he didn't want to work with. And I'm just going to play a short little outtakes clip here, and you can listen to the vocals yourself. So it's 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 funny to see this clip and then like actually know the song and I think that they nail it every time but I'm pretty sure it's heavy editing or maybe Dr. Dre I don't know <laughs> but it's it's something who who knows but yeah so Prince was like I ain't trying to be a part of this mess I ain't slapping my name on this but poor Michael did but it worked out at the end of the day mm-hmm. so moving on us here at the podcast you said and not me are huge wrestling fans and. WrestleMania, one of the biggest pay-per-view events, highlights of wrestling, Mm -hmm. actually debuted in 1985. Yeah. Yeah. Vince basically put everything on the line. All of his coins, everything on the line. Took out loans and everything for WrestleMania to work. And Mm -hmm. if that didn't work out, wrestling wouldn't be where it is today. WWE wouldn't be where it is today. But luckily, it did. One million dollars in ticket sales. Yep. There we go. And that's a lot of money in 1985. That's a fact. 
Next, we're going into the realm of Shady Land. <laughs> so, Queen, for those of you who do not know Queen, I'm actually wearing a Queen shirt right now. Yes, How she funny is. is that? So, Queen. Sorry, listeners that can't see. Yes, for those people who cannot see, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, the other three. Brian May. On the, there, there you go. There you go. We got it. The other three on the team. They were set to actually perform in China. Actually, the first people to perform in China. In China. Until <laughs> Wham's shady manager was so upset that he went to whoever was in charge of the performance, mm-hmm. showed them a very flamboyant performance of Freddie Mercury, and China was like, eh, on second thought, we're not going to move forward with you. And then they're like, oh, hmm, who should we fill in the meantime? And then here goes the shady manager. Well, what about Wham? You know what? Wham would work. So Wham took over the spot of Queen performing in China and became the first, I guess, American or first people from the East to perform over there. Mm-hmm. Or are we West? I don't know what we are in this. <laughs> I don't know what we are. <laughs> but they were the opposite and they were the first people to perform there. Yeah. So, yes, shady. Then we have something called New Coke, which is supposed to be sweeter than the classic Coke. And let's just say that the fans hated it. So it was definitely a plus for PepsiCo because Pepsi sales went through the roof, whereas Coke sales started to plummet. And Coke was like, nah, 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 we can't do this. And then opted to bring back the old formula and label it classic Coke. Yeah. Well, they're both still around, so yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure nobody's buying that. (laughs) Next, for all those people out there who were born in the 90s, you probably don't know who this cat is, but Michael Jordan, one of the top basketball players in the world, he actually introduced his first pair of sneakers, and they were selling at a retail rate of $65 a pair. If only could go back in time. Yeah, and just for a little perception, Mm -hmm. today it's... About what? Buck seventy. A buck seventy one ninety if it's really exclusive and re release. But could you imagine sixty five dollars a pair for Some Jordans? Oh, I'm sure man. nobody's getting beaten beat up for that like they are today. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Oh my god. Are people still getting beat up for Jordans? Are they? I don't know. There was a period of time where you got your ass whooped for a pair of Jordans or you had to stay outside at two AM to get a new pair. I really? know Stan did yeah. that. Two AM? That was a long time ago. 2 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. For did. sneakers? Yeah. He did it. Talk to him. Yo, did they grant you sexual pleasure? <laughs> All right. Sneakers at 2 o'clock in the okay, morning? Okay, please continue they were for me, so it kind of did. Oh, okay. oh uh, uh, please, please continue. Moving right along. Oh, my God. <laughs> Moving on. Bagel Bites was invented. These greedy guys just got ex- super excited. That's right. Bagel Bites was invented in 1985. You were able to take your bagel on the go and bite it. Yum. In one <laughs> shot. <laughs> Shout out to Bagel Bites. Shout out to Bagel Bites. Who created them? I want to shake their hand. Next. I don't know how many people have this addiction, but I know these two cats do. And right, Twinkies. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. unfortunately, oh, yeah. the inventor of Twinkies died in 1985. Oh, wow. Allegedly, Twinkies was first created with banana cream filling, and then after World War II, they decided to fill it with whatever that other white substance Another. is. Pause. Yeah. But I'm glad they did it because I don't know if I could eat a banana cream Twinkie. You know, 
every time I try to eat something that's banana flavored, I would just be so angry because it didn't taste anything like a banana. You ever had like the banana now and later or something like that? Yeah, the banana uh, flavored it stuff. It tasted terrible. But, you know, and the opposite too, because I like bananas, is cherry. If you eat cherry flavored artificial stuff, it always tastes good, but the actual cherry, nah. Get it out of here. Yeah? All right. Okay. okay. But grape always tastes like grape. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like grape always tastes like Dimetab. Oh, damn. <laughs> tastes like medicine. <laughs> Mm. Somebody was scarred as a child. You <laughs> compared to Dimetap. Yeah, I'm just saying. What was that? Cold medicine, I think it was? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But nonetheless, Twinkies was crack according to these two. Oh, so we have to give yeah, this man. man his flowers. So yeah. thank you, Mr. You, you have Twinkie. To be, you have to be very careful with Twinkies where you have to pace yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have to have self-control because you have to eat one, maybe two. Because if you don't stop yourself, you'll eat the entire container. And your mom will be very angry because she just bought it an hour ago. Yes. Oddly specific. I'm going to let Stan take over this one a little bit because he knows more of the information. But Mm -hmm. the Live Aid concert took place in Wembley Stadium in 1985. Yeah, it was great. You had had Elton John. You had um, Tina Turner on stage with Mick Jagger. You had Peppa Pig. You had Queen. You had had, Phil Collins. You had Phil Collins. You had a lot of... Author... uh, <laughs> you know LeVar Burton. No, all right. But the, when, the standout part of this performance is Queen. Okay. They reunited um, after Freddie went off and tried to do his solo thing that didn't quite pan out. He reunited with Queen, Brian May, and the other two members that we, for some reason, can't remember, got back on stage. And they put on an amazing, about 17 to 20 minute performance. Throw it into your Google machine. It is an amazing, outstanding performance where they had the entire crowd in the palm of their hands. And Queen, they really specialized what's called uh, arena rock, where everybody knows We Will Rock You and a bunch of their theme songs, where the whole crowd is just singing along. And it is just amazing to watch Freddie Mercury just work the entire crowd and have them in the palm of his hand. So. Mm. Yeah. And you can also actually, either if you can Google the actual thing or you can just watch Bohemian Rhapsody, they definitely do. They do, yeah. They the do a, a brilliant reenactment and you can watch like a side by side clip of that. Watch the real one first, then go back and watch that. It's really awesome. Rami Malik got an award for that, uh, Oscar for that. So shout out to him. Yeah, do you so And Check he found the love of his life on the set. Oh, yeah. He did, Bolton. didn't he? Bolton? One of those. Oh, shoot. Shout out to you, Lucy. Yep, moving on. So. I'm a, I am these guys know that I love Celine Dion and yes. Celine Dion actually did the theme song for this next thing I'm going to talk about. <laughs> the ship, the famous unsinkable sinkable Titanic ship. Yikes. Its remains were found in 1985 <laughs> the unsinkable, near Newfoundland. Sinkable. So, where? Is it Newfoundland? Yeah, she said Newfoundland. 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 I'm sorry, I got you guys dumb hyped that you thought there was an island where you could just find a woman. Uh, so, yes, they found God. some furniture that was obviously starting to like die and whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. some of it was still kind of okay. Um, it went down and uh, when, when, when did it go down? In the 20s or the te- teens? I want to say it was 19... 19- Oh, God, I'm going to look it up now. For those who are unaware, Titanic was, yes, this famous ship that they said was unsinkable. It was on its maiden voyage from somewhere in Europe heading to New York, Ellis Island, I want to assume. And somebody wasn't paying attention, doing their damn job. They ended up hitting an iceberg and didn't have enough time to, I guess, steer the starboard over mm-hmm. and it ended up clipping the side of the ship and it cracked and it went down yo 
Kay started giving a Titanic history. I'm like, wait, this happened in 1985? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's happening right now? When did it go down? 1912. 1912, and I think the last survivor just passed in what 2019. Sounds about right. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. It was it was the babe, a baby, a very very tiny baby, and now she's a thousand, and she just passed. So uh, uh, God rest her soul. Between 1912 and 2021. Yeah, it's a thousand. Yeah, that's that's accurate. May she rest oh in God. peace. May she yeah, rest in peace. Seriously, rest in peace. Okay. Oh wow. And moving on. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> before you move on she was a baby when all of that happened they must have kept bothering her with that stuff it's like when you run into that family member that you haven't seen mm-hmm. and it, I remember when you when you're just a small baby and I changed your underwear you so just gotta sit there saying, I remember you were on that you ship, on that, that ship. went down mm-hmm. that's how tough. was it I don't know I don't know that, that really leave me sucks. alone I was a baby sorry go ahead yeah, go ahead really Kay. sorry about that yeah seriously the queens of shade premiered in 1985 oh yeah the Queens of Shade are the Golden Girls. That's right. Dorothy, Sophia, Blanche. Who else am I missing? Rose. Mm-hmm. They premiered. They are the Queens of Shade. They're they, apparently they were like in their what forties or fifties, but they no looked, way. They looked a lot old. No, I'm saying like the characters. I think were in that kind of bracket, but they looked a lot older than Wait. they were. Yo, no Wait. way. <laughs> Are you serious? I no think way. so. Weren't what they supposed to be like 50s Somebody check IMDb, man. All of them man. looked like they was touching like 60s up. They had one foot in the grave. Every like last the one of them. themselves, not the actual actresses. I don't care. That's like you cast, that's like somebody casting JTG right now as a second grader. Okay, whatever. Either way, either way, this amazing show blessed our television sets. And they have the greatest theme song, Okay. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a friend and a confidant. Oh, we will continue. I was oh, say, are we continuing because it's a lot. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, <laughs> so let's, let's, let's just stop while we're ahead. Thank you, audience. And I'm going to also let these guys take over the next topic because, unfortunately, I didn't really play this game a lot when I was growing up. (laughs) But it's the Oregon Trail. It was released in 1985. Yeah, the Oregon Trail. It was basically teaching people how when you came to America, the whole right side, the east, was already getting settled in and whatnot. But there's this bunch of unknown when you went to the left. The Native Americans already passed through. The African people that came through already passed in. The people from, you know, Mesoamerica down in Mexico already came through and and did everything. But the people, the settlers of of America that came in after that said, you know what, let's go out there and claim it all. And they basically went out there, tried to travel, and they all just kept dying of (laughs) dysentery specifically. So that's what Oregon Trail was about, that that trying to get out there and uh, live. Uh, just to uh, make this, just to drive home, just how crazy this thing was. Um, when it came to the Oregon Trail in real life, it was also known as the Trail of Tears, uh, just because the amount of people just died. Yeah, and yeah, it was I terrible. D- I actually didn't know that, and yeah. it's actually known as the Trail of Tears because that's where Andrew Jackson kicked out all of the the Indians and said, "Get out of here! This is our American land now," and they call it Trail of Tears because they had to walk all these miles away and just die on the uh, way. Yeah, p- people died. It was yeah. terrible. But thank you for the. Uh, Expounding, yeah, because you kind of whitewashed it a bit. I so heard I about to... this on yeah. some show I was watching. I didn't mean to whitewash this, but yeah. Mm. So let's get away from this. Yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> let's move. Yeah, I was trying to. <laughs> and let me bring it back up a little bit. Let's leave now. 
Rocky IV oh, yeah. debuted yeah. in 1985. In my opinion, I think it's one of the best Rocky soundtracks. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know how these guys feel about no, 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 it, no, no, but I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed the montage for this movie. It's it's yeah, 90 it's minutes of, of a soundtrack and a montage. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, that was a film that ended the Cold War. Uh, so, so just fun fact, that is my favorite Rocky movie. I really I'm not mad at that. I really like that I movie. agree. I'm not I mad agree. At that. It was a really, it's a really good one. Well I think we should rewatch it pretty soon as a family. Well, that sounds good. Okay. Maybe we could like debunk it or something. Yeah. And yeah. do we, we want to debunk it? It's very debunkable. Yeah, it's very debunkable. Very I know debunkable. it is, but I tried to stay away from things that we like, but I no, forgot. Fine. You're not going to find any bad thing. Debunking is to make us make you think why you liked it in the first place so we're gonna have to do it you're not gonna find a bad thing in rocky Four. i don't know we might probably weird things maybe weird things and last but not least Mm -hmm. to round off this segment of debunking your childhood of 1985 the introduction of crack oh wow i was (laughs) not expecting that The introduction of crack. The introduction of crack. Yeah, That's shout out to Ronald. That's right. Yeah, shout out to Ronald Drugs. Reagan. Ronald Reagan and his uh and his 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 scientists came together and said, you know what, we're gonna create a, a drug to ravage the black community, and they produced crack. It's a highly addictive um substance. What is it like, unpurified cocaine or something like that? Something I don't know, crack. but it you ran could, the you could streets smoke of it. everywhere and yeah. it just demolished everybody. Just yeah. Crack, 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 crack. It's still, it's still around and kicking, so shout I mean, out yeah, to somehow. crack, I guess. Yes. No, we're not shouting out crack. We're just giving <laughs> crack a birth date. Oh. <laughs> That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. But we are, we will not condone crack no. on this podcast or the use of it. No. Okay. Yeah, seriously. We're seriously. not, we're crack not doing crack. that. So. Stay away from crack. That's all we got to, that's all we got to say. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, yeah, this is awesome, kid. Thank you. And thank you, Jasmine, for giving us this suggestion. If anybody ever wants to check out more footage or more clips from Timeline, the YouTube channel is called Weird History. Mm -hmm. That is Weird, W-E-I-R-D, History. I would love to see, like, if they have a timeline for, like, Kay's year in 1937 to see, you know, what happened back then when she was born. I don't think we recorded my year, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so. All right. You want to close this out, Kay? Yes. Here endeth debunking your childhood where we will do it again week after week and not care. Yeah. And for the interest of time, Mm -hmm. our recommendations, what are you watching, reading, doing? I think we're just going to recommend this. Weird history throw into your YouTube machine. Timeline, 1985, Back to the Future, MacGyver, and Michael Jordan. That's the headline. It's about 26 minutes. Check it out. Go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Hop into DeLorean. Yeah, if you uh, want yeah, us to yeah, do yeah, any yeah. more, just let us know and mm-hmm. pick the year. We'll mm-hmm. crush it. Yeah. All right. Quizmaster, give me a rhyme. Ladies and gentlemen. What? No bombs? Here, this. What's going on? Oh, Start wait, that check. over, JTG. Okay, we're going to do this again. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Ladies and gentlemen. Hear this rhyme. Grab your pencil. It's quiz time. There you uh, go. What, what the hell? I don't know what, what happened, the, but okay, I'm here. Well, <laughs> well, just all right. I'm yeah. sorry. Just please start the quiz because I don't know what's going on. Okay. Let's get this W. All right, guys. Grab your utensils. Everybody listening. Put your hand up in the air for me. I need that energy. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, this week's quiz actually has a theme. I know. Crazy, right? 
And for some reason, I just decided to go with weddings. So, yeah, weddings is the uh, theme of this particular quiz. Okay. You guys ready? Ready. All right. <clears throat> First question. Ready. Oh, my gosh. First question. In the 1800s, <clears throat> mm-hmm. what did wedding guests throw at the bride and groom as they left for the honeymoon? You got a couple choices here. You got rice, bananas, beef patties, and old shoes. Which ones did they throw at the bride and groom? Next one. True or false? Weddings on gimmick days like Valentine's Day are more likely to end up in Divorceville, which is not a real place, but it's a probably you a don't know that. Get divorced. I don't know. Okay, next question: Why do brides wear white dresses? Is it it's a symbol of purity? It represents wealth and prosperity, or because a queen did it and people decided to copy her? Which one? Next question. Brides usually stand on the left of their groom. Why is that? Is it one, it looks better in photos. Two, the great Lord Beef Paddington the third started the trend. <laughs> or is it, it would allow the groom's sword hand to be free so he'd be able to fight off men that would try to snatch up their wife. And last but not least. What is the most popular wedding destination in the U.S.? Is it Hawaii, Florida, or Las Vegas? Let's do it. All right. Okay, are you ready? Ready. Stan, are you ready? Ready. Let's do this thing. In the 1800s, what did wedding guests throw at the bride and groom as they left for the honeymoon, Stan? Uh, old shoes. Okay. What is it? Old shoes. Holy poop. You guys are both correct. Next one. True or false, weddings on gimmick days like Valentine's Day are more likely to end up in Divorceville. Okay, what did you put? True. Stan, what did you put? True, but Divorceville is not a real place. Thank you, Stan. Both correct. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sweating right now. I gotta go take a shower. All right. <laughs> Next one. Why do brides wear white dresses? K. Purity. Stan. Because the queen did it. Okay. Stan is correct. Yes, a queen was the first person to popularize uh, white wedding dresses. Next one. Brides usually stand on the left of their groom. K, why is that? To allow their man to retrieve the sword. Stan, what do you have? Uh, I had the first one. I don't remember what that was. It looks better in photos? Yeah. Stan is not correct. K is correct. The groom would fight off random men that would try to snatch up their wife. Kill you. What kind of crap? Nah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. Um, last but not least, what is the most popular wedding destination in the United States, Stan? Um, Las Vegas. K, what'd you put? Florida. The correct answer is Hawaii. We should have known that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, you yeah. got married in Hawaii? No, but it's such a beautiful island. I always thought people was. I always thought Florida was more affordable, Mm -hmm. or for like the guests to fly in. Like, who the f wants to go to a wedding in Hawaii? I do, but that's just that's a lie. You gotta really like the person. Mm -hmm. All right. Edit. Who was Stan? How many did you have, bro? Yeah. You know, I, I don't pay attention to it. All right, guys. It's time for a tiebreaker. Stan has three correct answers, and so does Miss K. 
The question that should break this tie is, what color is your blood when it is inside of your body? I am not giving you any answers. Blue. We're both going to, well, Kay got it first. Okay, you're sticking. All right, Stan, what's it's, the answer that blue. you got? It's blue. Incorrect. What? It is red. Inside of your body, the thing that makes the blood all red and stuff is called hemoglobin. The hemoglobin is what gives the blood the red color. It's red. I thought the air gave the blood nope. the red color. Nope, hmm. that's just pure red. All right. Wow. Wow. Okay. Seeing as you guys are determined to be neck and neck, let's try this one. What are the four U.S. time zones? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are the four U.S. time zones? Uh, you want me to go first? I want to go first. Okay. Go ahead. What do you got? Eastern. Mm-hmm. Pacific. Mm-hmm. Central. Mm-hmm. Mountain. Okay. That's it. Eastern Pacific Central Mountain. <sighs> you guys are both correct. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, I, I see that you guys are determined to keep going. I guess it's the love that you guys have. It's it, the bond. It's so strong. <laughs> All right. Let me throw another one at you. A screwdriver cocktail is orange juice, ice, and what spirit stand? Vodka. Okay. Vodka. <laughs> How many planets are in our solar system, Stan? Eight. Okay. Eight. Okay. Pluto is not a planet. Okay. All right. Right. Pluto is not a planet. All right. In which part of the plant does photosynthesis take place? Okay. Which part of the plant? The stem. Which part of the plant, Stan? The leaves. Ladies and gentlemen, we finally have a winner. And his <laughs> name is Stan. In the process of photosynthesis. Takes place within the leaf. Takes place in the leaf. Like, you know, picks up all the sunlight and everything. Wow, that was a battle to the end. That what was that was fierce. Are you good? I am legit sweating right now. I'm sweating as well. I'm sweating. It's so hot. Yeah. Alright. Awesome. Another episode in the books. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Um, what's the name of the book? Pod. Mm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, first-time listeners, last-time listeners, the people that think it's trash, the people that think it's great. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you, the uh, advertisers that still can't quite strike a deal. Thank you <laughs> for listening. Y- y'all will figure it out one of these days. Any um, final words? Words of support? Anything? Be kind. Mm. You just never know what somebody else is going through. Mm, I like it. I, I like, like it. it. I, don't, I don't have one after that. Okay. Um, JTG? I, I was just going to say, just uh, wash your face. Yeah. And, and wash behind your ears, too. It's really important. Yeah. Don't forget to wash behind your ears. Hygiene. Okay. Uh, mine will be hygiene, too. Uh-huh. You know? Okay. If, if you your balls. Yeah, if you have sweaty balls, mm-hmm. look into it. The ball deodorant, you can get it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Bezos will personally deliver it to you within two business days. I don't think I want that. I don't want Jeff Bezos to just give me ball deodorant. That doesn't... That. All right. Bye. Good night, everybody. <laughs>